Always a huge week on Triple M Central Queensland, but when you throw an Australia Day in the guts of it, it's even better, Pinky. Quite the short week for me. <laughs> Birthday girl. Yes, but I did share the story earlier in the week on the time that I was support act for Meatloaf because you have yeah. to hire something that's much poorer than your performance, yeah. and I was it. And what, oh what, was she doing to get <laughs> oh, a spot dear. supporting the meat? It wasn't playing the flute. No, we will get predictions of the future from The Simpsons, but predictions for Central Queensland. Plus an update on where we are at with blood and plasma donations. Oh, and I chased down a fence jumper and got a call mm. from the cops because of it. Uh, here it is. Banksy and Pinky for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Simpsons, they mm. have absolutely nailed predicting the future, right? We, we all know what they've already done, Pinky, yeah? Well, we laughed <sighs> until we Mate. cried when it came true. They said that Donald Trump would be president. This was like back in the 90s. Yeah, we laughed. <laughs> Some of us cried. Yeah. Well, that came true, didn't it? Uh, no one expected that to happen. They had a prediction of a normal guy will get thrown into space in about 2020. They were one year off, but obviously Bezos and Richard That's not Branson. Far and off, yeah. That, that, these people have already gone up there. Prediction? Tick. Uh, the incident with Siegfried and Roy, they predicted. Oh, yeah. M- Michelangelo's David, the censorship of his yeah. package and stuff. They censored that. They predicted that. Wow. All mm. of these things have come true. And the latest prediction that they uh, said was going to come true in 2007 has indeed. Tom Hanks. Right. We all know Tom Hanks. Yeah. Well, um, here's what happened in 2007 on The Simpsons. Hello. I'm Tom Hanks. The U.S. government has lost its credibility, so it's borrowing some of mine. That's all my hair, Mr. Hanks. Sure thing, son. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So way back in 2007, they said Tom Hanks is going to be required to help the government get credibility. Ooh. Yeah. So this just came out with Tom Hanks talking about the Biden administration. America is the home of the brave. It's why we keep getting up. No matter how many times we get knocked down. It's the... You know, it, it goes on, it goes on. And he's like, oh, how good's Biden and everything like that. How do the Simpsons keep doing this? I know. And look, I love the fact that now it's gotten to a point where now we have an international holiday because of this. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> Happy <laughs> Thanksgiving, <love> yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Uh, I can get a CQ Simpsons prediction if if you'd like. I can call someone right now. Who are we going to call? And find out. Well, look, I'll get this going. Maggie? Who is it? It's our predictor. Hello. Hello, Jamie Simpson. Oh, <laughs> oh hello. hello? <laughs> Simpsons predictions oh, for Central my Queensland. Goodness. Jamie Simpson. Right. I did not uh, think I, of that. I actually had a dream last night about the prediction too. You had a dream? Wow. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I did. I, I, well, that's. Um, I don't want to find out about the dream. <laughs> I just want to know the CQ Simpsons prediction, Jamie. Yes. Well, do I have to nail down one because I've got a couple? <gasps> wow, okay. What are our <laughs> predictions plural? Well, let me just start off with a nice easy one because this one's probably going to come true, all right? Let's keep it local. We're going to keep it sport-related and we're yeah. going to say that the Yapoon Swans are going to win the uh, grand final. <laughs> no brainer. I could have predicted that one. Nerd. Yeah, no. 
but no, this is the real one. I guess Anthony Albanese will win the uh, the election this year, and the election will be called on the twenty first of May. Ooh. Wow, a serious CQ prediction there. Yeah. And guess what? what? Just to make it silly, The Rock's going to win the uh, president election in, in America. <laughs> well, you know there have been sillier things. Happen over there, well, sorry. You, well, know, you know, the Simpsons said Trump was going to be in. Everyone's like, that's the funniest thing <laughs> yes, ever. exactly. Well, just to throw it out there again, Trump's probably going to run, The Rock's going to run, and The Rock's going to win. There we go. Okay. The Rock Trump's... Not Arnie? Rock Trump's scissors and paper. No, wait. <laughs> Not the Terminator? <laughs> no, ter- Terminator's too busy fixing a car. He had a crash the other day, so he's fixing his car up. He, he uh, can't do it. Well, let's just bide uh. our time and see if CQ Simpsons predictions come true. I love it. Thank you, Jamie. Hey, no problem. Hey, Mayor Tony Williams, if you're listening, where's the Australia Day Award? Subscribe now to stay up to date. Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. And the news broke in Australia on Friday night. Meatloaf passed away at the age of 74 yeah. in Dallas, Texas. We've been hearing a lot of uh, great artists and, and actors mm. and stuff uh, Always. passing away uh, recently. And Meatloaf, the latest. I thought I would just take this opportunity to share a story where I worked for him for one night. You did. This is real and legit. I can't actually believe this. You may have heard this tale many years ago here on Triple M Central Queensland, but it was, I think, about the year 2002 mm-hmm. on the Gold Coast and participated in an air guitar competition <laughs> at a club venue that I had been working at the bar at. So, yes, I was at uni and also working in radio and also working at a bar. And um, air guitar is pretty fun, actually. I've got an air guitar at home. <laughs> now um. it's an official PlayStation game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Anyway, bizarrely enough, the organisers of that wanted to have air guitarists opening for Meatloaf yeah. when he was performing at Boondall yeah. in Brisbane before, for a concert. Before the AFL the incident. Act. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was way before that. Way before that. And so actually... I was one of the A-guitarists uh, chosen to do this. I love that. I love that. I had, like, snake print purple <laughs> hot pants. I have got photos, but I'm not, I'm not, I do not have time to shuffle through and find them, actual I'll, real printed out photos. I'll find them, people. I'll um, find a red sequin, like, crop top. Oh, jeez. And, like, I think fishnets. Anyway, <laughs> rock and roll look. And my song was Cherry Pie. By Warrant. <laughs> She's mine. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge. That's the biggest crowd yeah. I've ever had. Yeah. And how did you go with it? Did you get all the chords right on your air guitar? <laughs> well, maybe not because I never got hired again. So we were actually then asked to actually continue with their tour, and we were uh, looking at going to Tasmania mm. and getting all paid for. We got paid for this gig, by the way. Pinky on <laughs> tour with Meatloaf. I know, and then uh, wow. got the call that actually it got canned. So. Years ago here Canned at Triple meatloaf, M, yeah. we uh, tried to get in touch with Meatloaf to find out why. Why did you fire me? And a listener actually yes, did hear back from him on Messenger on Facebook. And he actually said that the organisers um, just kind of ended it yeah. and it wasn't his call. He but basically brushed that, it all off. Nothing yeah, yeah, to do but with it. Fair enough, because <laughs> the, the audience was actually very confused. They didn't understand what the support act was. I must admit, so I'm I in the same boat think, right Yeah, now. they didn't kind of have much of a sense of humour. So yeah. that's probably why we got dumped. But anyway, right. that's my fun story. And no, I didn't actually, I could have hung out at the after party, but um, 
22-year-old me uh, went back to a 21st. So, you know, friends first and all. <laughs> Unbelievable. Your tale of <laughs> yeah. touring with meatloaf, air guitarist Just style. Brisbane, Brisbane Unbel- Vegas. Marvin yeah. Lee at a 74. Rest in peace like a bat out of hell, you legend. They're different, but they're ours. <laughs> Banksy and Pinky on Triple M CQ. Great day to give chase to a fence jumper. <laughs> Is that an analogy or is there a literal story here? I'm just, I'm curious. I want to say both. Um, Look, I'll rewind a little bit, right? Okay. Uh, Last week, the end of last week, we were just sitting around in the lounge room, as you do, and our dogs just started Mm. barking like nothing else. But it was a different bark. It wasn't just that bark into the wind of nothing, you know. That's what my dog does. Yeah, yeah, right. Really trustworthy. (laughs) It sounded like they were barking with intent. Mm. I'm like, this doesn't sound right. So, you know, Jade and I went outside, to which I found a teenager walking along our fence. Like, yeah, really weird. That's like a circus act. (laughs) I know, right? Um, He'd been jumping fences trying to Uh. get away from, we think maybe the police or or someone. He's done something wrong, Mm. clearly, Mm. and was trying to get away. But he's got to our fence and there's our dogs and he's, yeah, made the right choice and walked along our fence to jump over to the next guy's yard and then into the spare allotment and See, then I run See, I don't off. understand criminals. Why do they uh. make it hard themselves? There's a footpath out front. What? Why? Go to the front. Why don't you use these skills for, like, trying to get 100 metres Aussie gold in the Olympics or something, mate? Like, what are they doing? A life of crime never well, pays. They're not real smart, but anyway. Yeah. So... He did that. I saw him. Yeah. And I gave chase. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I chased him all the way down the road. I was, he was starting to get away from me. I'm, that's right. I'm 44 next month. Uh, <laughs> and I, whew, I had to let him go, Piggy. I couldn't. I couldn't chase it. these teenagers. They're too quick. They're too Don't quick. See, what, what were you going to do if you <laughs> caught him? <laughs> what was the plan? This is the exact same thing my wife <laughs> asked me. He's like, and if you caught him, yeah. what? I was going to give this young fella a stern talking to, I tell you. A stern talking to. But the good thing is, on my journey back home, Mm. um, there were people out the front of their houses because there was, you know, this commotion going on. Mm. I saw one guy, Chuck, how you going, mate? I hadn't met him. was a couple of houses up. And (laughs) and then there was another guy on his veranda, and I've just said, oh, we're just chasing a fence jumper. Hey, I'm Banksy. You live up there. Yeah, okay. So so good and bad. Crime is not great in your neighbourhood, but it also brings communities together. That was wild. Let's find out what else Banksy and Pinky have been up to. Going to take this call. Uh, good morning, Triple M. Who's this? Yeah, Banksy, it's Acting Superintendent Mark Burgess. Mate from the police, how you going? Oh, I, I'm good. Uh, getting a call from the cops. I love this. Um, yeah, yeah, mate, I understand. We need to have a discussion. Um, okay, look, uh, you're probably referring to the uh, incident I talked about uh, on Triple M a couple of days ago uh, that involved me giving chase to a, to a, to a would-be thief. Um, yeah. Well, well, look, before we get into my disciplinary actions with this, <laughs> can, can I ask you, Mark, um, do we have uh, hot spots in central Queensland? Like areas uh, are we finding have the most sort of incidents? Oh, look, you know, certainly we are experiencing 
some increases in property crime more more broadly across the Capricornia district. So the biggest drivers of that is from unlawful entry offences, you know, so your break-ins of your homes, of your of the businesses, that sort of thing. Then there's the theft of the motor vehicles, yep. uh, and then also stealing from the motor vehicles. So the main drivers of that mm. are around the bigger population areas. So what we're talking about there is Rockhampton for sure, yep. uh, Gladstone to a lesser extent, and those country areas always remain relatively stable, you know, so their kind of crime rates remain around the same level, um, you know, year, year upon year. Pretty much standard all um, around, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And look, um, you know, having uh, having said that about Gladstone, it, it, it actually is experiencing a reduction in motor vehicle theft for this, uh, you know, for this year. So that's oh. very, very pleasing. Uh, um, what do you put that down to, like people being more conscious of locking their vehicles or putting their cars under undercover and things like that? Yeah, it's certainly, certainly a range of things. I mean, there's certainly a range of, of um, you know, of indicators of, of why people offend. Um, you know, certainly, certainly we find from our experience, you know, if you lock your lock your property up, you know, lock your house up so they can't yeah. take your keys, you know, lock your lock your car up, you know, secure your garage, that sort of stuff, or your or your gates, um, you know, yeah. those kind of things. So those activities certainly certainly deter. Looking at the rocky area, um, you know, it's largely all areas around Rockhampton, Gracemere, Capricornia Coast. They're all experiencing some some increases of different levels. Yeah, and they're, um, and they're mainly sort of home uh, break-ins, B and E's, and vehicle thefts and things like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah certainly, certainly that's our focus, you know, it's about protecting the home, you know, it's about protecting yeah. the community members' home. And, well, um, I, I don't um, know about anyone else, but uh, my two rescue dogs that I had pretty much deterred that guy from jumping in my backyard. <laughs> uh, and, and just on that, I, I suppose we, we should talk about this. So uh, quickly, a recap. Um, I was just hanging out in the backyard and uh, all of a sudden the dog started going crazy and we went out to see what was going on and there was a teenager walking along the back fence. He was obviously going to jump into our yard but saw the dogs, went to the neighbours and then over to the next neighbours and ran down the street. I gave chase to try to, to, to chase him. Now, is this the issue? Should I have not done that? Oh, look, yeah, what we what we would generally kind of say is that, you know, what you need to look after, you know, first and foremost is to is to protect yourself in those situations. Yep. No, um, you're right, you're right. You know, you don't know you don't know what you're chasing, you know, you don't know you don't know if the person is alone. Mm-hmm, um, you know, there mm-hmm. might be another group, he might be meeting up with another group, he or she. See, I didn't even um, think you know, of any of that. Yeah, no, no, and, um, you know, it's certainly um, a very instinctive act. You mm. know, you see someone doing the wrong thing, you really want to kind of do something about it. Um, you just got to kind of pull back, protect yourself, yep. and then protect your property. So you don't want to, you, know, you don't want to be running off and then, you know, something else happens to your property. You want to kind of, you know, be able to check on your check on your property yeah. and call the police at the first opportunity. So if you're running after somebody, you're probably not likely to, to pull your phone out and call the police. No, and and look, I, I really my instinct should have been I am very unfit. I, this is never going to happen. He got away from me pretty quick. But the good thing was, on my walk back, I got to meet most of my neighbours in the yard as well and let them know what was happening and yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah. Is that the right thing to do? Sort of let yeah, everyone yeah, no, around no, you know? Definitely, yeah, that's definitely critical. You know, look after yourself. You know, look after your own property and then look yeah. after your neighbours. Um, you know, that's what makes a community. You know, I mean, that's what. Exactly. That's what kind of brings people together, you know, look after each other, In, um, you know, look yeah. after each other's property. Yeah. So uh, if uh, a case like this or something similar may happen to someone, what should we do? Um, and probably even more so, Mark, uh, how do we help you guys in the, uh, the the legends you are in the street patrols do the great job you do? Is there something we can do to help? Oh, look, you know, certainly we enjoy some very high, very, very high community support in um in central Queensland mm-hmm. and um, you know what we want to do is to continue that so we want the community to be our eyes and ears out there you know the people in the community know know what's happening out there or they see things um, you know and that all becomes a piece of 
piece of the puzzle that we're looking for. So any yeah. any kind of suspicious activity, anything that's going on around the place, people have information. Call Crime Stoppers, or otherwise call Police Link on one three one triple four. I'll be down to have my disciplinary action in some sort of boot camp fashion uh, by the weekend, Mark. No, we can always get you in shape, mate. Just reach out. Oh. <laughs> That's a dubious... OK. <laughs> Thank you, Mark. Very much Thanks, for Mark. keeping our streets safe in CQ, buddy. Cheers, Banksy. What else has been happening this week with Banksy and Pinky on Triple MCQ? Able to kick off Pinky's Plasma for the People yes. just the other week once on again. Ya. Last year, January didn't happen for me. But anyway, back on the train. <laughs> and there is a call out for donors urgently. So we have Australian Red Cross Lifeblood Representative Rosie on for the CQ area this hey, morning. Rosie. Good morning. Hello. Thank you so much for having me this morning. You are a very important uh, vessel for us yeah, to it's help a vital save message. lives. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. We are absolutely looking forward to seeing as many extra people in the donor centres that we can across Rockhampton and Gladstone. So very happy to be here and chatting with you guys. Nice Yeah, and look, you guys can um, need extra donors and be low on them at various times throughout the year, obviously. Uh, But at the moment, COVID is kind of actually meaning a lot of the appointments aren't being fulfilled. Yeah, absolutely. So especially now with the new Omicron um, Mm. trade, I guess, coming out and so many more people are having it across CQ. I think before then we've been so lucky up here. Um, But now if if you are healthy, if you are well, we would love to see you through those doors. I mean, given blood, you rejuvenate it anyway. It's not like you're losing out. You're just just giving a little bit and then it does it itself again. Well, that's the thing that I've been trying to say this morning, Rosie. Like, it actually takes me literally six minutes for the blood donation and then you're done. And then you're saving how many lives with that? Three. Three, yeah, up to three lives with every blood donation and 18 different ways that your plasma could be used to help save lives when you do a plasma donation. So usually as quick as it is on the chair, usually I ask people to stay for about, um, to plan for about an hour for a blood donation and maybe a little bit more than that for a plasma donation. Yep, definitely. Um, But... That also includes all the free snacks at the end. So we've got lots of treats. Yeah, the yeah. snacks are very good, I agree. They are. <laughs> now, uh, Rosie, can I ask, uh, it's probably a bit of a personal question here, but I, a while ago, had a, a blood transfusion. Am I still eligible to give blood? Or, or is there a way that we can find out? Maybe we're thinking, oh, I don't know if I can. Is there a way to find that out? Yeah, absolutely. So the best, most accurate way that you will be able to find those details is by giving us a call on 13 14 95. So if that transfusion was done in Australia, mm. then we usually only ask people to wait for about 12 months before they're able to come back again. Oh, it was so, 12 years ago. I'll be fine. Yeah, and that's the thing, yeah. Rose, isn't it? There's lots of reasons people might be not sure that they can donate or confident, but there's actually a checklist and, of course, your team to talk to mm. to check off all of this stuff. Absolutely. So if you download our Donate Blood app, before you go through your appointment uh, to book it, it'll actually take you through a bit of an eligibility test yeah. too. Oh, cool. Just to give you some really good guidelines, which is really awesome. Yeah. Um, but lots of simple things like a new one that we changed last year, tattoos. Most people think that they still have to wait 12 months. 
you can actually come straight in the next day and do a plasma donation. There's yeah. no wait period for plasma and only four months for blood now. So I, That's not the general known thing. So you, you've yeah, really opened up everyone's eyes on two that. two days after my tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's fantastic. And another question, I just before we let you go, um, there's 50% of Australians who don't even know what blood type they are. When you give mm. blood, can you actually find out what blood type you are when you do Absolutely. So again, big push for the app because the app is full of awesome facts. And about two weeks after your first donation, it will actually show up on your app. But if you want to know and you don't have that sort of technology, absolutely give us a call again, 13 14 95, and we can definitely tell you about two weeks after your donation. Legend, Rosie. Thank you so much for your time this morning, Rosie. That's it for now. Catch Banksy and Pinky weekday mornings from 6 to 9 a.m. on Triple MCQ. Or subscribe here to get all the best bits.